We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. St. Louis and surrounding areas, you are uh, not listening to the Dollars and Cents show. Just a familiar voice, though, associated with that show. Yes, it's I, Dave Simon, certified financial planner uh, and host of the Dollars and Cents show for 26 years. But uh, that's on Sunday afternoons. So occasionally they let me out of uh, my office for good behavior and I get to spread the wings a little bit and come to you occasionally during a weeknight and fill in for at your service. So uh, this is fun, folks. I, I really love doing this sort of thing and always appreciate the invite. And I've got you for the next couple of hours. So again, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Dave Simons. I'm a certified financial planner by day, heading up a wealth management team within uh, UBS Financial Services. I've been doing that for several decades, hosting the Dollars and Cents show for about 26 years, Um, but also have a background in radio and television in my former life. So I actually have a broadcast degree from the esteemed Broadcast Journalism School at the University of Missouri in Columbia, and did that for about nine or ten years. Was actually a uh, TV reporter and uh, sports anchor the last few years at good old Channel 4 KMOV here in town. In fact, got to know, I of course I started well after him, but TVG Tim Van Gelder, who was at Channel 4 years before me, and... Um, I always hate to say grew up watching. I was a teenager, but still, and got to know him and played golf with him and uh, was sad to hear of his passing here recently. So great memories from back in the day. But that is the former life. Back when I had plenty of hair, no wrinkles, did not have to stretch or warm up before I went out for a run. Now it seems like my stretching and warm up take as long as the run itself as I, I approach the big six zero in age this summer. I cannot believe when I say that it doesn't make any sense. How many of you have that same feeling as you as you get older? You look you look in the mirror and maybe parts of what you see tell you, yeah, your birth certificate is uh, it's truthful. But your feeling of it doesn't seem to match because I think as we were younger, we had a certain vision of what we were supposed to feel like or look like when we have a particular age. 
because that's how we saw our grandparents and even our parents. I think we saw them as older maybe than they really were because we were so young and we were hanging around with young people. That that was our normal. So once we get to that age of our parents and our grandparents, we're like, wait a minute. This isn't how my grandparents were. Well, may, maybe they were. Uh, but you know what? We do live a little bit longer, and I think we do, for the most part, take better care of ourselves, so we shall see. Anyway, folks, thanks so much for taking time out listening into Camo X tonight, and uh, we're going to have some fun tonight and take away some of the heavy load that's been on us uh, as Americans. Do you feel it? This is really a time in our history where you can see the different types of personalities. Some people take everything that's been happening around us and are really able to navigate through that very, very well. And hey, life goes on. We will soldier on. Everything's going to turn out to be fine. So you know, that's a group that tends to be more optimistic. And even when things smack them right in the face, they get right back up and say, hey, that's life. We'll move on. Others don't do as well. And things really get them down. Look, one person's not better than the other. We're just all wired differently, whether it's genetics or our own upbringing brought together. But I think to some degree, we've all felt some heavy shoulders uh, the last couple of years. This pandemic thing, man, it's coming up on two years. Really started in late February. That's when it got serious. We got the first cases here in the U.S. The first death occurred in the U.S. in March. Things started to lock down. And who would have thought at the time that we'd be sitting here in January and still talking about it? And in a way where We've got a new variant. Thankfully, it's not as deadly by all the data that we have, but it spreads a lot easier. And hospital cases, of course, are way up, although we've seen the numbers start to come down. But we've been dealing with this for a long time. And, and our political situation, starting with um, the election uh, of what, a little bit more than a year ago in November of 20 and then January 6th of a year ago and all the fallout. And I go online and I, I met with you know, straw polls of 2024 and DeSantis would, you know, it would uh, Biden would beat DeSantis head on uh, and, and and Biden would beat Trump. And I'm just like, I, I don't care right now. Stop. I want to check out just for a second, please. And then in my business, of course, it's all about what's happening with the stock market. So volatile. Do you realize this is amazing? The NASDAQ composite, that's one of the three major stock market benchmark that investors look at. You have the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Everyone seems to focus on the Dow. What did the Dow do today? You've got the S&P 500, which is actually a better barometer of the stock market, even though the Dow is more widely quoted. And then you have the NASDAQ, which is a little bit more aggressive. It's more high growth. Some of your newer tech stocks are in there, even some older stocks, tech stocks. But it's a little bit more pedal to the metal type of an index. The NASDAQ is off to its worst start ever. Think about that for a second. Now, the Dow has been around since 1896. The NASDAQ has only been around since 1971. I say only, but that's, you know, that's still a half century. And this is the worst start in history. So through the crashes that we've had, the horrible bear markets that we've had, the great bull markets, all these cycles, 
and we are off to the worst start in NASDAQ's 51-year history. That's how volatile it's been. So there's some heaviness there. We are all feeling the effects of inflation, which then unfortunately gets political, but that's a whole issue that's weighing on everybody. And now all of a sudden, hey, let's get geopolitical, right? Russia, are they going to invade Ukraine? And if they do, what are we going to do about it? Well, NATO's going to start sending thousands of troops, which of course includes the U.S. And is that something we're really going to physically go to war over? My own personal opinion is no, but it will raise the stakes. So, I mean, you talk about the perfect storm of domestic and global events all packed in to really a, a little bit less than two years. Do you see the heaviness? Do you now know why counseling offices are jammed and we've got a little bit of a mental health crisis going on? We do know that drug use is up, alcohol abuse is up. I tend to be more of the optimist. I don't know if that's the way I, I'm wired or raised or both. I, I have no idea. I, I happen to believe because I'm a student of history and really deep American history. Uh, we've been through the ringer before and we've come out the other side. I do fear that we've got some longer lasting damage politically as there have been questions about the democratic process that I think are really dangerous. I'm not going to get in there again. Like I said, I, I don't want to get too heavy. We all have our own personal opinions about this. I do want to lighten our load. I, I really hope you want to go along on the ride with me for the next couple of hours. I've got some stuff that we do need to talk about that is current events. And I will talk about market stuff, inflation stuff. I've got a, a fun little thing about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and how some of these uh, athletes and, and celebrities are really just getting hammered for not understanding what they're getting into. We've got some anecdotal stories about that. In the second hour, I'm really going to get uh, personal myself. And there's, there's a lesson that I want to... Um, really discuss related to that personal story, how you have to be very careful how you put people on a pedestal, how you idolize people here on earth, because there are times where your idols turn out not to be the person that you had hoped. Well, I've got a doozy of a story that is, is I think, one for the ages. When people hear the story like Dave, you've got to write a book on some of the stuff that you've gone through. And, and that story right there is awesome. But there's a lesson embedded in that story. And I'm going to get to that in the, in the second hour. But just want to sort of set it up and say we are going to have fun. We're going to take away from a little of the heaviness. I really want to stay away from politics, stay away from a lot of the pandemic stuff. You'll wake up tomorrow morning and you'll be met with all of that again. Russia, Ukraine, you'll be hit with that. But maybe what we should do is back away from that a little bit. I have. I want to tell you sort of what I've done over the past year. And I'm telling you, man, my mental health improved dramatically. And I'm in a really good place because I've just tuned the stuff out while still staying in tune with current events. There is a way to do it. So thank you again for joining us. My name is Dave Simons filling in at your service tonight. Hope you're having a good evening, and we'll continue the ride when we come back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You know, I might say the... Um they play better bumper music in the evenings than I get on my dollars and cents. I'll have to talk to some folks. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Dave Simons. Good evening. Uh, filling in tonight on At Your Service. Yes, the guy who uh, occasionally hosts the dollars and cents show on Sundays. I don't do that every weekend anymore. I haven't done it on a regular basis for the last 10 years or so. But I am coming up again on Sunday, February 13th. So the next Dollars and Cents show will be two weeks from this Sunday. But until then, I have the mic until 10 o'clock tonight. Um, So I am a political news junkie. And as I mentioned before, that sort of goes way back in my background. Really, even when I was young, I I loved it. My dad was a, a history professor, American history professor, very much into politics. And so I was sort of raised in that environment, was very active in searching that out even when I was younger. And that continued. And one of the things that really led me to get into the news business and the media. And my wife is the same way because that's where we met. We met at a television station in Wichita, Kansas in the mid 80s. Um, and by the way, just for the record, she fell in love with me first. I just want to go on record about that. Um, I was playing. I was a little too cool for school and uh, playing hard to get. It works, you know. So. When we get into times like the elections, uh, that is like our Super Bowl. But it's gotten to be too much. That's the world in which we live now. And it's 24-7. And it's not discussed in news format anymore. It's yelling. It's accusing the other side, the other party of the most dastardly evil things. And we've sort of lost the control over this. We really have. Social media has really not helped. In fact, obviously, it's one of the reasons why it has become so toxic out there. And I don't know that some people realize it. It's it's the old analogy of having that frog in the boiling water and slowly turning it up, and the frog doesn't know it until it's dead. Um, it's sort of that way now. People don't understand what's happened to them. All they know, and and they probably don't even know this, that they're just angrier and they won't listen to the other side. When somebody else is talking, people really aren't listening 
they're getting they're they're formulating their own thoughts in their brains of what to say next instead of really hearing the other person saying all right i i hear what you're saying i know you come at it differently i i still don't really agree with you but i respect you enough to know that maybe you've got a different perspective now hear me out please it's like we've lost that ability that i do worry about how do we get that back i'm not sure but until we do I just made the decision a year ago that I am no longer watching any cable news shows at night, not doing it. And the final straw for me was really the aftermath of January 6th. You would think two different things happened on that day, depending on what station you were watching. You either thought that the people doing that should be tried for treason which, by the way, is punishable by death, and that anyone who supports that cause is somewhat related to Hitler. So you you have that viewpoint. The other viewpoint is, ah, they're just patriots, you know, expressing their First Amendment rights. And by the way, you know, they, you had Antifa in the crowd. They, you know, they were behind it. And, you know, the the FBI informants and all that. And and I'm, I'm looking at this going, is this what we are now? That we can't just be told what really happened. We can see it with our own eyes, what happened. We do our own research and we know what happened. No, no, we already, too many of us already have made up our mind. And then we gravitate toward that side of the news, which isn't really news at all. It's not informative, but we gravitate toward that side, which is confirms our already deeply held beliefs. So I had it. I told my wife, no more, we're done. No CNN, MSNBC, Fox News. I say all of those because I really did watch all of them, even though I am on one side politically. And you don't care what I am. Everybody has an opinion. You don't need another bozo on the radio expressing his politically. But like everybody else, I am a certain side of political party. However, I've always had an open mind and I will listen to the other side. I have no problem at all. I am not threatened at all by the other opinion. I will listen to it, and I want you to do the same and listen to me. But after seeing all that and realizing there's no truth anymore, I know that two plus two equals three. (laughs) I was about to make a point about three. (laughs) Two plus two equals four. But if I watch one station and they say, don't you believe it, buddy. You know, I got a guy over here you should read his internet page he's been around he knows that two plus two equals three what oh yeah yeah they're not telling you they're not telling you about it but get online look at this you trust me no one no one wants to let you know oh okay then you go to the other side hey this guy over here says two plus two is three we know it's four uh no it's five what yeah yeah the last guys who said two plus two was three. Yeah, we we had like a war over this. So let's not go there again. It's fine. I'm out. I'm done. I think what I wanted, but that's not to say that I'm that I don't stay informed. Of course, there are other ways to do it. I won't bore you the details of, of what I do, but you can still stay informed. I require it for what I do for a living. 
So folks, try it. If, if you've already checked out, congratulations, your mental health has already improved because of that. If you still find yourself too wrapped up in it and you feel like, well, you have to to stay informed, let me help you with that. You're not getting informed. You're just not. You're getting an opinion, a very strong one at that, and one that is yelling at you about it. And one that will make you feel un-American if you even dare to engage the other side. We don't even friendly debate anymore. We have to hate the other side. And the rhetoric has been turned up and the heat has been turned up in our culture so high that it's just it, it's, it can be painful to touch. So one thing that I did is I decided, this was starting a couple of years ago as the pandemic was started. I am going to take up a hobby. I am going to teach myself in my late 50s how to play guitar. Now, keep in mind that in the mid-2000s, it was a little bit of a midlife crisis. I'm such a music buff. I go to concerts all the time, big classic rock guy. I wish I had played guitar or some instrument, learned how to sing. I can carry a tune, but I have no range. But learn how to sing a little bit better and just sit down with a guitar or on a piano and be able to play songs and sing and just entertain and wow the crowd. I just, that's always been a fantasy of mine. So in the mid 2000s, I took guitar lessons. So I was there with the eight year old kids, right? And learning just the basics like like the, the first time a kid would. Uh, okay, here's the E string and hit the open E. Ding. Oh, that's really cool. Now just. Put your finger on the first fret with your index finger. That's an F. Ding. Oh, wow. That's really cool. And I would take lessons from one guy every week and started to get calluses on the fingers. However, I did have a day job and that day job got a little tricky starting in late 2007 through 808. You might have heard of it before called the Great Recession. I was now back to working like I was a rookie in the business again, 24-7, seven days a week, trying to navigate the, uh, our, our business and clients through that mess. And I just couldn't play guitar anymore. So I called up the teacher one, one time. I said, look, I'm not doing myself any favors. I'm not doing you any favors. I'm wasting your time, my time. When, this, when we get on the other side of this, and we will, there's the optimist in me. Uh, I want to take lessons again, but I, I just can't do it right now. He totally understood. So I went back to him uh, probably late 09 when we were well past the bottom. Well, he had left. He went back into the business world. He wasn't making a living anymore teaching guitar lessons. So I said, well, I really like Derek. I don't want anybody else. I never picked the guitar back up again. It just sat in dust. And I wasn't really good. I only start playing a year. I learned some chords. Well, uh, I picked it back up again at the beginning of the pandemic, and my friends, I absolutely love it. No lessons. We now have YouTube for that. Uh, I still think people should take lessons, um, but I just don't have time for that. So the first song uh, I taught myself, of course, had to be an REO song, Take It On The Run. I loved it. Now I've got like 15 songs, classic rock songs that I can play. And do something like that, my friends. If you've wanted to, to get more involved in something that you've always loved, but just for whatever reason in life you never did, my dad in his 80s has taken up painting. 
He always wanted to do that. He dabbled in it when, when I was a kid in the 70s. Uh, he's now writing poetry. And I just thought, I look at him and go, why wouldn't I start playing guitar again in my 50s then? Life is short. I know it's a cliche, but I just am not going to be burdened by all the stuff that's going on. I will stay informed. I will fight for what I think is right. Absolutely. But I'm not going to be yelled at. I'm not going to be made to feel like I'm some un-American person. And people leave it on my side who have gone way off the deep end, the far, far side of that. I'm not going to be kowtowed by them either and, and be called a sellout. Um, and so anyway, that's, I would strongly encourage step away. Trust me, if you get too involved. All right. Uh, enough of that heaviness. When we come back, I want to turn attention over to this whole concept of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, give you my opinion on it and use personal stories of people who have absolutely been crushed by this thing. I don't know if they should have known better, but maybe people who follow these celebrities should know better. And uh, there are some folks now who have really absolutely been kneecapped uh, because of what has happened with these cryptos dropping anywhere from 50 to 80%. So stay with us. You're listening to At Your Service. My name is Dave Simons and we shall return. Roger Waters and Pink Floyd there for music money. Welcome back. Dave Simons along with you at your service right here on KMOX. It is 837 in St. Louis. So because of what I do for a living, my day job as a certified financial planner in wealth management, I invariably will be asked, Dave, what do you think of uh, Bitcoin? You know, should uh, it, it, are the cryptocurrencies here to stay? Is that something I can make money? off of and I and I've said this I have not changed from day one I'm agnostic I'm not trying to be coy or avoid the question or take the easy way out I'm serious neutral is an, a decision just like yes or no it really is it's there's there's so much data on both sides that it's unknowable at this point. The technology behind it is real and it will grow and it will and is changing the way the world works. And that's blockchain technology. Cryptos could disappear tomorrow and blockchain technology is gonna be a real force, economically speaking, around the world. But the cryptos themselves, Anything would surprise me, or nothing, I should say, would surprise me. Bitcoin could go to $100,000 per Bitcoin in six months, and I'd shrug my shoulders and say, yeah, I'm okay, nope, whatever. It could go back to 5000 It's like, what, 36000 right now. It's been as high as close to 66, 64, 65000 So it's back in the mid-30s right now. It's so volatile. What I do tell people, though, is, Please don't fall for the hype that somehow it's going to take the place of the U.S. dollar. It is not. Don't fall for the fact that it's going to take the place of gold. It's not. It's its own separate asset class. It is. 
I used to say it was non-correlated, but not so much anymore. It is fairly correlated to the high growth area of the stock market. You look at the chart of the NASDAQ and Bitcoin and cryptos can really follow that line, but even more dramatic. I mean, the NASDAQ hasn't fallen more than 50%. You have some of these cryptos like Dogecoin, which really started out as a joke until people decided, hey, this is the real thing, just because Elon Musk said it was the real thing on Saturday Night Live back in May. But Dogecoin has fallen more than 80% from its high. By the way, after Elon Musk on SNL made some kind of cryptic reference to Dogecoin and all of his adherents said, yes, Musk loves Dogecoin. Let's go buy it. And they did for about a day. And anyone who bought it back then is down 80%. We'll put that aside for a second, following celebrity endorsements like that. Let me turn to somebody else, though, that's been in the news here. This is an amazing story, really. And it should be a lesson for everybody. Odell Beckham Jr., People who follow sports and in the football in particular know OBJ, as he's called. He's one of the premier NFL wide receivers. He now plays for the Rams. Hate to even say that. By the way, go 49ers this weekend. Not so much that I love the 49ers, just can't stand the Rams, but I digress. So Odell Beckham Jr. Started out with the Giants 2014, immediately turned into a real all-pro wide receiver. Uh, But he tends to kind of wear out his welcome, and he eventually left the Giants, went to the Cleveland Browns a couple of years ago, was actually cut halfway through the season, this this past season. I mean, the Browns were in the playoff hunt, and they cut an all-pro star receiver. That's how OBJ, that's the kind of stuff that can happen with him. And so the Rams, uh, I do give them credit. They went out and picked this guy up and said, hey, we'll deal with the personality And uh, we just try to get to the Super Bowl here. So here's what OBJ said. Okay. He signs a contract one year with the Rams to finish out the year for four and a quarter million dollars. Not bad, right? But only 750,000 of it's guaranteed. Just, Just in case he went a little off the range and the Rams had to cut him, they would only owe him 750. OBJ said, I'll take that. However, not in dollars. I don't like U.S. dollars. We got inflation. Hey, I can't argue with that. I want to be paid in Bitcoin. Okay. All right. The Rams obliged. Now, I we don't know if he took the entire 750 that day and it it was all in Bitcoin. That's not we don't know. I'm just going by what reports are that he was he took the 750 in Bitcoin. But assuming that it was the day that the contract was announced. Bitcoin was trading at $64,300, $64,293 to be exact. Today, it is down about 47% from there, <laughs> down to the mid-30s. So his 64000 has been, I'm sorry, his 750000 has been almost cut in half. Oh, but it gets better or worse if you're Odell Beckham Jr. Because this contract is in California, being the L.A. Rams, And OBJ is in the highest tax bracket. A little more than 50% of that 750 went to taxes. Taxes that aren't based on what Bitcoin is today. No, based on the 750 that he took back in November. So when you take out taxes, about 51% total, federal, state, local, all that in the LA area, 
and you look at the value of Bitcoin today, Odell Beckham Jr.'s guaranteed $750,000 to play out the year is today worth $25,000. Lesson to be learned for everyone. Now, I'm assuming, well, I, I can't assume anything with these athletes. We know of these horrible stories of going bankrupt because they didn't manage their money correctly. And we've just seen an example. Let's hope that he has agents and people around him that have served him a little better with his money, that losing out on 750 is not going to send him to the poorhouse. The problem is too many others who use all their college money. And these are true stories. We, we know about them to plug it and push it all into Bitcoin and uh, Ethereum and all these other cryptos, uh, folks who have mortgaged the house, taken money out of IRAs and put it all in there because they think that's a get rich quick scheme. And it is a scheme. And now they've been hammered. I just think about the people who watch SNL and decided, I just love Tesla. I love Elon Musk, man. He's all the rage and decided to mortgage up and put everything into this Dogecoin. And now they're down 80%. If indeed they followed it all the way down, that thing's not coming back in my opinion. So I don't know. I don't have a recommendation for people. I just don't. I personally think digital currencies are going to stay around and I think they'll get bigger. But folks, the one thing that I've told people, and I'll wrap this part of the conversation up don't think the government's not sitting idly by and just letting this happen. I know that there is this romantic feel about crypto saying, well, it's really not within the auspices of the government. And that's what makes it so attractive. It's sort of off the grid, right? And the government can't get to it. Don't be naive. Don't do it. The government is never going to allow the dollar to ever be taken over by this side bartering business using crypto. It's not going to happen. In fact, the U.S. government has already publicly thrown out a trial balloon by talking about establishing its own digital currency someday, maybe in connection with Bitcoin and all that. So if you do invest in it, I'm not going to stop you, but do it responsibly. And and look at this as not you're buying some blue chip stock that you know for a fact is going to be around and you, you have some nice dividends along the way. Look at this as the risk portion of your portfolio. And if it went to zero, it would not materially impact your long term plans. We shall return. We've got a few more minutes left in this hour of at your service. And then don't go anywhere in the second hour. We've got some really fun, lighthearted stuff, but with a little side me message embedded into it. It is 846 in St. Louis. We'll be right back. Driven. Well, I'll go ahead and answer the question embedded in this song. The name is Dave Simons. Who are you? That's me. Certified financial planner and just uh, all-round nice guy. Day job as a CFP um, for UBS, but uh, occasionally they do let me out to play now and then. And so I always relish the opportunity to speak to all of you during the occasional weeknight because I don't have to only talk about financial investment and economic issues. Uh, so we get to have a little bit more fun. I'm on uh, the, uh, but I, I fire up the internet this morning as I start my day and I see this headline, or maybe it was later in the day, I don't remember exactly when, 
And it says breaking news. Of course, we have to remember everything to the media these days is breaking news. Like, haven't you had breaking news on the same story up there for three days in a row? But it says breaking news. And this is my, I think our brains sometimes tend to get out ahead of something that we're reading. It all of a sudden tries to come to an, a conclusion right away. That's actually embedded in, in us, by the way. That's a defensive mechanism. We try to make sense of the world. So if we start to see something that might be upsetting or might create some uncertainty, our brain tries to come to a conclusion right away. So I see this immediate breaking news, and it says the first few words, Super Bowl winning quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I go, oh, no, Terry Bradshaw died. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I thought. Now, let me, let me be clear. He didn't. But I think it's because so many celebrities have died recently. I, I don't recall a time where so many big names have, have passed away in such a short amount of time. And by the way, the news was Ben Roethlisberger, and this was no surprise. It's not a big deal. We all assumed he was going to retire. So that's all this was. He retired after 18 years, all with the Steelers. Next stop, of course, will be Canton, Ohio. He is a, for sure, first ballot Hall of Famer. But I just thought, oh, my gosh, Dave, you got you went way too far on that. But I started to think, you know what? But I was probably justified because of so many other names. You think about right at the end of 2021, like literally like New Year's, you had Betty White just days before she would turn 100. John Madden, uh, Louis Anderson recently, the comedian, Meatloaf, Meatloaf, the rock guy and occasional actor, Bob Saget. Uh, the director, Peter Bogdanovich, uh, Ronnie Spector, just like Ronnie said, uh, Sidney Portier, the trailblazing actor, uh, well, Dan Reeves, just thought of that, NFL head coach. Everybody I just mentioned has been within the last four weeks. So no surprise that I would see something right away that says breaking news, uh, two-time Super Bowl winner, Steelers. I'm like, oh my gosh, who died? And it, Roethlisberger didn't even hit me because he's still a young man. I think Terry Bradshaw. No, that's not it. But I'm wondering a question for you all to ponder as we are about to go to break, and I'll come back and continue this conversation. But has there ever been some sort of a celebrity, whether it's music or sports, Hollywood, whatever, whose death really was kind of a punch in the gut? I think a lot of people actually will say, well, Princess Di, I mean, who saw that coming? And it was such a, a horrific way she passed away. But uh, I mean, I, I've never shed a tear over a celebrity dying. I know a lot of people do, whatever. I, I haven't. But some have affected me. And there was a time back in, the, in late 2020, so really about a year and a half ago, where my three sports icons in baseball all passed away within a few months. Man, that was, that was hard for me. I felt like a little bit of my childhood was taken away. It also made me feel a little bit older. But there was some sadness there. Uh, the guy that I just idolized was Lou Brock. I mean, that was – I grew up in the 60s and 70s in St. Louis, and Lou Brock was it for me. I, I'm left-handed. I was a leadoff hitter for us. I played left field. Um, I was slightly slower than Lou. 
I might have actually been a better fielder, but I digress. I digress. Uh, but then right after that, that was in September of 20. And then, and then Bob Gibson, I was also a pitcher, a left-handed pitcher, but a pitcher nonetheless. I threw slightly slower than Mr. Gibson, but he passed away a month later. And the, my two main Cardinals I grew up with, uh, Lou and Bob, gone. And then a couple of months after that, my favorite player, non-Cardinal, when I grew up, was Hank Aaron in January of 21. So man, that was a tough time for me. But there is one person in particular who passed away back in 2015. He's not that well known, I think, to a lot of you. You really have to be involved in rock music to know this name. But that one, I probably, it hit me the hardest. And I want to dig into that and a story surrounding the band that he was a part of. And it's a crazy story, but some lessons to be learned. Do not pick or put icons up on pedestals because it can come back to haunt you in a horrible way. More coming up. Sports, weather, and news at the top of the hour. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.